Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Rodcast. Uh, it is great to be chatting with you, Pastor Rod, and we have a great topic today. We're going to be talking about the power of sharing your story. So let's dive straight into this, Pastor Rod. Why do you think sharing our story is powerful? Wow, it's it's powerful because it's powerful. I think that <laughs> we love stories. We love great movie stories, people stories, book stories. Stories are a big part of life, hey. In fact, even the Bible, the Bible is just full of stories of people with God. Really, that's what the Bible is. It's explaining who God is through story. And I think that when we share our story, it's very hard for people to say, no, that didn't happen um, if it's yeah. truly our story. So we're, we're sharing something that's true, that's mm. life-changing, that's got importance. And I think the more we think through our story and how to tell it, that's called storytelling, um, I think that we're going to have more impact because mm. our story to us is so real, but to others, they don't understand. So we've got to actually unpack it in a way that's interesting mm. and um, a passionate. Like we want to share this story and as believers in Jesus, we want to tell our Jesus story. Yeah. Uh, so when you talk about our story, it's got to be the what happened, what was I like before Jesus, before I met Jesus? What was it like in receiving Jesus and what was it like after? So there's this process or journey mm. story of journey is really important in this that we 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 think through our story and tell it in a way that's compelling yeah. i um i love listening to a a historian who used to be a a reporter in a newspaper mm. and he said he was always told by his editor two things that you got to tell the truth but tell it in the most compelling way mm. and i love that <laughs> I, so I think that's our task is to yeah. help people and um, being here in Asia where people really don't know much about Jesus, it's also um, a bit of a wake-up call for a lot of mm. believers who come and visit here and think they're communicating, but the people here don't understand the words they use, the phrases they use, yeah. even though they have an interested audience here. Like people are actually interested. Tell me your story. We've, we've got to share with people how mm. to get back to telling a good story, telling the truth. Yeah, telling it in a compelling way yeah. and tell it so it actually communicates. It's a big task, isn't it? Yeah, it's a massive task. And so maybe we can unpack that a little bit. You mentioned the three parts of our story. So there's the, the before you met Christ, the moment, that experience of meeting Jesus. And then what, what has life been after you've had that experience of Jesus? So let's first focus on life before Jesus. So how do how in depth do we go into our past when telling our story? Well, I think we need some wisdom on this um, because there's, there's, I can think of two different extremes in telling stories. One is extreme. It's a really bad story. Like I was really bad. Mm. And the other extreme is someone who thinks they don't have a story because they were very good. <laughs> mm. yeah. But I think that we just need wisdom to explain life before Christ is not about all the details. In fact, it says in Ephesians 5 very clearly, don't tell like devilish things to people, like, like yeah. all the, the depths of what we did if we had a, a bad experience. I think that's really good advice. So yeah, I, I think that the, the before meeting Jesus part needs to be thought through mm. um, because for, for my case, I did do some bad things and I'm not going to tell people a lot about that, but mm. I'm going to tell people the 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 important things that relate to a lot of people in that before I became a Christian or a believer, I was depressed. I was sad. I didn't have many friends. So yeah. my before 
wasn't all the really bad things I did, but it's the general things that connects with a lot of people. Mm. I, I, th- I think that when I share about uh, every day I, I was depressed and it's, you know, thought about suicide, although I never would have done it, I don't think, but I thought about it. It was part of my daily ritual. Mm. Um, a lot of people go, really? But, you know, you're a pastor and you've been a, yeah, yeah, yeah but that's, that's what, what it was like before. Yeah. Because I made bad choices and was with, mm. with some bad things. My yeah. wife, on the other hand, has was one of the really good people in the world. <laughs> and um, But when I talked to her about it, I said, you know, were you always good? And she said, no, there was darkness in my life. And I was really surprised. Yeah. And this darkness was some family things and some... Mm. So maybe some bad experiences as a little little girl that she had witnessed, not that it had mm-hmm. invaded her. And so she needed um, to feel free from that. Before Jesus, she had issues. Yeah. Um, and I think that when we talk to people, what were the issues before you became a believer? It could be as simple as not getting on well with your family or brother or sister or mm. disappointments in life. Or I think we just have to... In evoke thoughts like what what yeah. was it like that you wanted Jesus or, or you were missing in your life so again some people think you've got to have a bad story to have a, a bad story to have a story that's that's yeah. fake yeah. you've just got to have your story told well yeah so before doesn't have to be a big testimony in fact I get a little annoyed when I see some of the people's you know um, on on YouTube and they've got this these are, these are believers, but their their thumbnail is like, I was really bad. And I think, well, you know, a lot of people were. And yeah. um, is that really what we want to say up front? Anyway, it's their business. But yeah, I, I don't think we have to have a lot of bad stuff. I just think we have to think through what are the human stuff. Yeah. The human stuff that, that makes us need need Jesus. I think that's really important in a country like Japan. Yeah. Where there are so many good people. Yeah. Um, part of the problem here is that most people are very, very good people. It's not a problem. <laughs> I'm being fa- yeah. facetious or ironic in that. Mm. Um, the concept that Japanese are good people is true. Mm. They're actually really good citizens and good world citizens. Yeah. But when you talk to Japanese about their story, those who have become believers, and you start digging in, it's things like, I, I, I was lonely. I was alone. I didn't feel loved. I felt bullied. That's a big one. I yeah. felt I felt um, I couldn't achieve. You know, mm. my coach said something bad about me, or my teacher, or and so we get into this zone that's very common mm. to mankind. Yeah. Very common. And um, even in the Bible, there were some very good characters like that, like Peter. And he was a fisherman and we know he was married, had a mother-in-law and a wife and mm. um, had a fishing business. He looked like a really good guy. But when Jesus mm. comes, he says, Lord, I'm a, I'm, depart from me, I'm a sinner. In Luke 5, he says, Lord, get away from me because I'm not a really good person. Yeah. But he was a good person in the community. Yeah. So I'd like to dig into that one day with Peter and say, what, what, you know, what were you talking <laughs> about? Yeah. Um, it's a bit like my wife, like she felt there was darkness. She needed help. Mm. So... Yeah. Summary, the before Christ needs to be thought through in a way that is common to man, yeah, common to people. Um, we don't have to have a big testimony. We just have to have yeah. our story told in a compelling way. 
Mm. Yeah, I think that is it's such a good thing because I think even before before coming to Japan, I always believed I didn't have a story to tell. I was like, well, why would anyone want to hear my story? Um, because I think when I first became a believer and went on mission trips, like people were like, hey, do you want to share your testimony? I'm like, well, I don't have anything to share. <laughs> Um, yeah. Because I grew up in a Christian home and um, I had my parents taught me good morals and I was a good guy. I've made lots of mistakes and stuff, but I was pretty much a good guy. But I think for me, I once I came to Japan, I realized that my story has power, especially in Japan, because I think for me, my story uh, before Jesus, I had no vision. I had no purpose. It was yeah. just like because I grew up in a, a good environment like my parents uh, taught me well. I had, I was loved. I, I had good education. I didn't have to struggle for anything. So, but I never had the sense of drive and vision. It was only when I encountered Jesus that yeah. something changed, and I realized mm. that God had called me for a purpose, and that there was, there was, there was a God that loves me and has a purpose for my life. So that ignited something in me, which was amazing. So yeah, I think it's so encouraging that we all mm. have a story to tell and a story that can yeah. connect with someone. So. And we have a lot of teams coming, especially from the United States, young teams. Um, and the same thing, when we start saying, you've got to you know, get ready to tell your story, many people say, I don't have a story. I was raised in a Christian family. So this is very common. Yeah. And I, it, we just have to sit down for five minutes, like you just did then, mm. uh, Adrian, and just thought, well, what did I lack? And I, and mm. I have now. So it's reversing yeah. the story back to what did I lack? And you said purpose, mm. vision. Probably other words would be godly ambition and drive and yeah. and, and and a sense of what am I here for. So that's a huge area. Mm. And I think a lot of these young Americans that come in, although I, they've had a great family and they've got a great church, would say that was me. Yeah. Just recently I, I was speaking with three of three of them from a great team in one of our churches. And um, uh, all three are in leadership actually. They're young. They're like 22 yeah, and um, we were talking about this story thing, and um, all three of them came into a like a, a season of the life where they didn't want to go to church or they didn't want to follow the Bible. Um, we'd call that, you know, just their 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 little time away from God or whatever. Mm. I'm not making light of it. I just it's it's there, mm. and then they came to a personal discovery of Jesus. Yeah. And and I think that like it's really important to like why did you why did you walk away, mm. and why did you come back? And so th we're actually just a little not not a questionnaire as in paper, but just a little d discussion mm. um, makes people think, yeah, well, I, that was me or, or someone uh, maybe like you that didn't walk away but lack purpose. And so we just a five minute discussion can open people's eyes to how important their yeah. story is. Yeah. That everybody has a story. Yeah. And it's a it's a it's a great story because Jesus is just about to, you know, turn up the, the heat on that story. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, let's now let's talk up talk about the turning up the heat of Jesus part, the your experience with God. How do we how do we share that? What are some elements of that story or part of the story? Yeah. Well we talk a lot about Awakening. We've talked. We've done series on it recently. We're not going to go back over that territory. You can go back to our podcast. And but the concept of God awakening is is mm. is such so, such an interest to me. Mm. It's so interesting to me. I I love to ask people. So what changed? What? 
and often as a process. Occasionally, there's an instantaneous moment like Paul in Acts 9 was was just confronted by a vision of Jesus. Mm. Does that happen today? Yes, it does. It happens in a lot of countries. Yeah. Um, But mostly it's an awakening, a journey, things like, you know, I... I woke up one day and was thinking about my life or I, mm. I had this conversation with somebody at university. I was just watching a podcast the other day of someone that was, was far from God. Their lifestyle was away from God and they saw people in a Starbucks reading a physical Bible, an actual Bible, mm. and he'd never seen one. Like mm. this is a Westerner. Yeah. And, um, you know, he knew there was a Bible, but he he'd never seen people reading in public. So he said to them, what can you tell me about that? What, a, what an amazing moment. Like he wasn't really, wow. he just thought, interesting. Yeah. And, and the young people were so full of joy. Mm. And they said, this is a wonderful book about our Jesus. Mm. Would you like to know? And he said, well, what do I need to know? And they said, well, and they shared a very basic gospel, invited him to church. He went and as a like arms crossed sort of observer, and yeah. the Holy Spirit hit him, and he really became a believer. And now he does podcasts interviewing other people about Jesus. So wow. the awakening is so interesting to me. Mm. So it's the journey to Jesus now. It's the we're, we're now engaged in this this um, pursuit, this seeking. Mm. And there's so many great scriptures about this. About yeah. you know, in fact, our favorite verse here in Japan for seekers is uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, which says, "God speaking, I know the plans I have for you," says the Lord, "plans for a mm. future and a hope, and not for evil." And the very next verse, so Jeremiah twenty nine twelve says, "And if you seek me, you're going to find me if you seek me with all your heart." And there's this this seeking, yeah, this 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 radar, you know, beep, 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 you know, moving towards God, yeah. yeah. That is certainly part of our journey story. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it took me six months on my journey once I was awakened I, before mm. I became a believer, but very important months mm. and um, up and down, in and out and all this and mm. others that happens in a moment. But again, the story has to be told in a compelling way yeah. that even if it was like this moment, I woke up and I felt that there's got to be a God. Well, tell tell that in a compelling way like, it was a shock. It was it, mm. it was confronting. I just had new thoughts and like tell it, and people yeah. say, "Really, really?" You know, like like there's actually it's a it could be a movie one day, right? There's those simple yeah. <laughs> awakening, yeah, process. So that's part of this story as well. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So we definitely have our before Jesus, this experience with Jesus, and now the next part is the um, life after that experience yeah. of Jesus and just talk, talk us through that uh, element of the story. So I just ask a simple question. What changed for mm. the better? What changed for the, what, what, what improvement, what change? And um, there's a really great scripture in, I think it's Psalm 34. It says, taste and see the Lord is good. Mm. So this is the part where you t- say that I tasted it and it was good. Yeah. So it may not be a complete revelation of, God and His Word and everything, but now I, I'm 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 loving Jesus. I'm a new Christian. Um, what changed? Yeah. So for me, the number one thing was the depression left me. Yeah. The depression left. I after having it for years, it left. Yeah. I never had the thought I would commit suicide again. That that left. So mm. this is my story. Mm. 
And there's a lot of other things, but if I'm telling this the before Christ, it has to link to that. Mm. So for you, you would have to say something about gaining purpose. If that yeah. was what was lacking, it's got to link to your story and Jesus. Mm. So, so you, you answer this, Adrian. What changed? Yeah, what changed is I all of a all of a sudden I believed that that God actually thought about me and had a plan for me and that it was a good plan. And so for me, I started seeking that plan. And as I started seeking, God started speaking. And I realized I came to an understanding that I was created for purpose. And that also helped me understand God's love because it's like the fact that God thought about me also made me realize how much he loved me. So the the two started linking in Mm. my mind and it gave me confidence. And yeah, and now 20, 20 years later, I'm on mission in Japan, loving Jesus and, and living with purpose and get to tell others about purpose, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just let me say on that one word purpose, I do think that there's, there's a world out there that wants to hear that message. I think mm. it really is a common message. Common doesn't mean it's not important. Common means vast numbers of people would be interested to hear that story told well. Yeah. And again, I encourage people who come from a very nice Christian background to just think deeply what mm. changed. Yeah, yeah. You know, it could be as simple as I wasn't getting on well with my family. Then I, yeah. I, I got, I started getting on better, or I was able to forgive my father or my sister, yeah. or I was like, like the change is interesting. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like a um, in 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 movie plots, it's mm. it's called the catharsis or the release or the yeah the the the, the finale, the climax, where it's, ah, oh, the movie's over, but we feel good. Like there's got yeah. to be that sense of, and Jesus really did do something. It was this. Yeah. And as a result of this, now I'm able to do this. So yeah. for me with the depression lifting, I started to receive love and joy and mm. I could I could dream. I could think. I was, I was mm. free. I, I had new thoughts. I had, so the, yeah. the, it's like, ah. Oh, the story has to have the ah moment. Mm, yeah. And again, and a lot of movies don't have this huge, terrible person becoming a good person. That's, yeah. That is a theme. That's mm. a theme. But there's a lot of stuff where the person's basically good, but they have a problem. Yeah. And then the problem is solved and it's the ah, the catharsis and ah, mm. glad I watched that movie. It, yeah. it, it made me feel good and hopeful. That, that's our story. Yeah. And I, I love that where you tell your story and people come up to you afterwards and say that really related to me or mm. or if they're not yet a believer could that happen to me and oh yeah. wow that that means there was a a buy in to yeah. hearing your story yeah sure that's amazing so you've been using words like think deeply about and these are the questions i ask so just for those who are listening, um, should we practice our story? Should we write it down? Should we think through it? Uh, give us some advice about getting ready to tell your story. Yeah, I think we should. And I think it should not take us more than five minutes. So I, I don't want to make people feel this is like a, a, an essay or a, mm. a big diary point in your life. I think you could just write down, think, what, what, what was it like before? What, what, what area? Did, did I really want improvement? What was it like receiving Jesus and what changed? And I think five minutes mm. could be enough. Now, I think it's, it's, it's then going to be a lifetime of developing that in how we yeah. tell it to different mm. people. But that basic framework, 
Mm. It's not big homework. Yeah. It's, it's five minutes sitting down with a piece of paper or with your phone and saying, I'm going to write what it was like before, what it was like receiving Jesus. Could be one word or three words mm. and what changed. Yeah. So, so this is what we do with these American teams often too. We're not trying to make them go through this big orientation where they've got to really come up with this amazing story. No, 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 no. Just, just think just yeah. for a few minutes mm. and, 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 and then tell someone what changed. Yeah. And it, because we're not talking about the details of sin mm. or the details of the darkness, it makes it easy to tell a story yeah. as long as it's told in a compelling way. Yeah. So your almost your first question was, do we have to tell all the stuff? And the answer is no. Mm. Um, it, it, no, no, no. That, that's, that's up to us to decide mm. who we tell and when. Yeah. But um, the basics of sharing how taste and see the Lord is good. Yeah. What changed? Yeah. I think it's a, a very quick, simple question and yeah. we can all do it right now. Yeah, that's good. Do you, do you feel like we should have different versions of our story in terms of length, like a, a one-minute version, a three-minute version, a 10-minute version? Is that important to think through? It is, but it takes practice and I wouldn't want to f- frighten people off from just doing it. Mm. And so the answer is, yeah, life is long and life is broad. And our audiences are always different. So the answer is yes. But I think we need to have a basic outline. Like I was, I, I, I had depression. I knew what it was like. It was, it was terrible on my soul. And then that, that, that released and it didn't come back. Mm. So I, I've got to maintain the core of truth that yeah. is powerful. Yeah. But then in front of different audiences, like if that was in front of really sweet kids, in a kid's camp, I wouldn't use some of those words. Yeah. I'd say, you know, I felt really bad a lot of the time. I don't know why, but yeah. when I found Jesus, mm. that just left me. And now I have happy thoughts. Now, I'm not trying to dumb down my experience, but my audience is going to be appropriate, audience appropriate. Yeah. In front of a church, adults, it would be a little bit more. And if it was in front of someone that was having depression, I would go into more detail. Mm of why I had depression because there's, there's definite reasons. Yeah. You know, my father left when I was eight years old and in my family home growing up, I was very lonely and there was a lot of books on the occult and I just mm. picked them up and became them. And yeah. um, I'm not going to tell that to everybody, yeah. but if someone's from that background, I'll pull it out. Mm. It is truth. Yeah. And the compelling matter would be Jesus has set me free in a moment. Yeah. yeah. From all of that. It, it, it wasn't like a a long process. I, I asked for help and Jesus helped. Yeah. So, but that would be to a specific person or audience mm. that is troubled. Yeah. And there are some countries in the world that I've lived in where, the, where um, you know, evil spirit possession is such a part of the culture that I would tell yeah. that regularly Yeah. Um, because that's not a shock to that yeah. culture. Yeah. That's their everyday life. They're asking the question, is Jesus powerful? Yeah. Could Jesus protect me from the spirits? Yeah. Then that becomes very common that I would say that, mm. but certainly not making the devil bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make Jesus bigger. Yeah. I, w- I want to make Jesus famous. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, I think it's, it sounds like it's about thinking simply through the elements and, and being ready to adapt it based on who you're sharing it with, um, which would be great. So just want to ask a question then. So if, so is sharing my story enough or should I be able to 
unpack the gospel as well uh, when yeah. sharing with people. Yeah. Well, the basics of the gospel. There's a couple of scriptures uh, that, that 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 clarify the what is the gospel. One of them is in First Corinthians 15, where Paul just simply says, you know, that, that Jesus Christ. We we were witnesses. We 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 knew him or saw him or experienced him. He was crucified. He died. And he did rise from the get the, from the dead with God's power, and he is able to forgive, mm. and he is able to bring us to his heaven. Mm. I think that these so there's an eternal part in it, um, and and he's good. So mm. I think I think the basics of the gospel we do need to declare them. It's called mm. preaching. Now preaching yeah. doesn't mean getting on a table and yelling. Yeah, preaching means a simple declaration. We believe in a risen Jesus Christ who is able to help you and heal you. Yeah, and He's here right now. the 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 imminence, closeness of this yeah. good news is here today. I think yeah. we need to declare that. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, so it sounds like we just have those few basics of the gospel and and just equipped with our story. So I think the next. Uh, just to kind of finish off here, um, there's a great, powerful story in Mark 15 where Jesus sets, uh, it was a very dramatic story, this one, sets a man who's uh, uh, possessed by a demon, sets him free, and he gives him these simple instructions. He says, go to your people and share your story. Um, so with us having prepared our story, who do we share with? Do we just go yeah. out there and start telling people or what's the wisdom around who and when to share our story? Sorry, was that Mark 15 or maybe Mark 5? Mark 5, sorry. Okay, Mark sure. Five, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I think I think we can't hold back if it's a good story. Mm. Um, but people need to have their own choice. Mm. You know, I've been in cultures where people just shared their story. They could be persecuted or even hurt. Yeah. And I would say to them, it's up to you. You need to pray. There's no pressure. Mm. I think it's really important we understand that that we yeah. cannot tell people what to do. Now, Jesus did tell this guy, but he was sending him back to a people group that were very, very open to mm. the gospel. Yeah. He came from a part outside the east of Israel called the Ten Cities area, Decapolis, and um, mm. that man went back to that area. They were very spiritual. They were very into spiritual things, mm. and that man was well known for being a troublemaker, yeah. and now he's set free in his right mind. And he's going back to mum and dad and the family to say, I'm okay now. Like that's good news, yeah. right? That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and Jesus said, You've got to go back and tell them. And I, I think that man set up the, the situation where when Jesus went there sometime later, there was the feeding of the four thousand. Mm. And there was a dramatic move of God in that population. Mm. I think this man's testimony prepared the ground. Yeah. So it just depends on how people will see you as you share. Now, I, when I first shared with my family, they didn't like, they didn't like my story. And I yeah. had to say things like, but I'm happier now. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel more relaxed now. I feel I have purpose now. Like this is a good mm-hmm. thing. Mum, dad, sisters, this is a good thing. My surfing yeah. mates thought it was bad. And I had to say, hey, guys, I'm, I'm just happier now. Mm-hmm. My fireman friends, I was a fireman, didn't think it was good news. And I had to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to be, a, a great fireman with you guys. I'm not. I'm never going to let you down. So, so yeah. the concept of the audience is once again very important. That mm. that we decide how we're going to tell, mm. and what does it mean to them? You yeah. know, like 
Here in Japan, a lot of parents are worried that their children are going to be now not as good children. And we, we want to tell our young Japanese, go back and tell your family, I'm, I'm, I've got Jesus, I'm happier, and I want to be a great family member. Yeah. So that the family sees this as good news, mm. even though there will be pressures. There will be. There'll be opposition. But presenting as this is a really good thing that I want to tell you, and mm. I'd like you to experience this too. Mm. That's awesome. Great, Pastor. Well, it's been such a great chat. Um, any final thoughts on just uh, sharing our story and all of that before we end? Just everybody has a story. Think through mm. it. What changed? What did Jesus do for you? That's what people want to know. Thinking through that and then looking for an opportunity. I'd be great if you said, Lord, I pray for an opportunity to share this good news with someone and look for the opportunity. I think you'll find it in the next week or two. There'll be someone that just presents and says, you know, life's hard. Just be able to share. Something's happened in my life. Can I tell you my story? I think if you have that attitude, you're going to find opportunity to share. And I'd love to pray for that right now. Is that okay? Awesome. Please do. Lord, I pray for everyone listening that they think through their story, what you have done, a good God, taste and see the Lord is good. And I pray for opportunity mm. to share simply something of the goodness of Jesus with yeah. family or friends or colleagues, whatever it is. I pray for opportunities and that we will take those opportunities with your help and strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, thanks for a great chat, Pastor Rod. And just an uh, encouragement for anyone, if you want to look into the subject a little bit more, Lifehouse, we do have our blue book. And there's a study called Sharing from Your Experience with some of those scriptures, some of those questions, if you want to look into that a little bit more. But thank you for a great chat and uh, we'll connect with you next time.